one. All right. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. Thank you all so much for being here. Um, yeah, thank you. My name's Otis Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. And thank you for joining us on another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. Remember, the Empowered Immigrant Live is here to train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to make the most out of immigration laws and to make the most out of their lives. All right. Today, our theme is a U visa update for 2024. All right, so we're going to talk about the U visa. And my question for you, and I ask this question every week, do you want to get a green card this year? Do you want to apply for some kind of immigration benefit this year? Do you want to come out of the shadows this year? Do you want to at least see what your options are this year in this 2024? Because if so, go for it. Go for it. And I would love to help you with that. My law firm is on a mission to win 10,000 cases in the next 10 years. We would love for your case to be one of them. Uh, we'll be talking about U visas today. So, uh, so thanks to everybody for tuning in, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, whatever platform you're watching us on. Thank you all so much for being here. And if you're just tuning in, my name is Otis Landerholm, and I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm immigration APC where we fight for your American dream. So thank you. I always like to start my episodes with a brief empowerment tip. So my empowerment tip today is to talk briefly about habits. All right, I'm reading a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, I recommend it. Um, and my question for you is, do you have a habit that you would like to change? Right? Do you have a habit that isn't serving you or helping you um, or that you'd like to change so that it serves you or helps you better achieve what you want to get in your life. Um, like think about the foods that you eat or how about the quantity of TV or, or movies or entertainment that you watch. Some of it good, some of it maybe garbage, right? How about the amount of exercise that you get? How about the frequency of real conversations that you have with the people in your life? How about the frequency that you learn something new? Like what if you had a habit to read a new book for at least 10 minutes every day? What would that look like? Right? How about your financial habits? What if you wrote down every cost, every expense that you paid immediately as a habit? Could that help you? Right? Some of these things, you know, little, little habits, little disciplines that you put into effect, they may sound small, they may sound insignificant, but what do you think? Could they make a difference? The idea is that small hinges, small hinges can swing big doors, right? Small differences that you make in your life can add up and can allow you to achieve large things, big things, for yourself, for your future. All right? I really encourage everybody to explore one habit, two habits that you have. Make a small difference in them. Stick with it. Create a new, 
uh, a new habit for yourself, it might make all the difference. Okay? So I uh, wanted to share that. Hope that's useful. Hope that's helpful. Now I want to talk about the U visa. So yesterday, a gentleman and his wife were in my office, seated, seated right here next to me here. And, um, and just in November, so three, week, three months ago, uh, he had parked his car, got out of his car, parked on the street, got out of his car and started walking towards his church to go to church. And somebody came up and grabbed him from behind and pointed a gun right into his face and said, give me your money. Right? Now, they came up from behind. He couldn't, he, it happened so fast, he didn't see the person. He couldn't see who it was. He just saw the barrel of a gun looking him right in his face. And he put his hands up and he gave them his wallet and they took off and he never once saw them again. All right, that happened. And then with his heart just like racing, right, just so like nervous about what just happened, he called the police and they didn't come. They're like, oh, you know, it's Oakland, California. We're not, you know, nobody was killed. They took your wallet, okay. You can't recognize the people, okay. The police didn't come, not right away at least. But they called him back. And three days later, the police came by his apartment and took his police report. Then, after a few weeks, he was able to get a copy of that police report. And yesterday, he and his wife met with me, brought in that police report, and we discussed their immigration situation, and I told them about the U visa. So what do you think? Do you think he'd be eligible? All right, you think he's got a case? Because that's their question. So brief overview, right? What is a U visa? What is it? It's an application for immigration paperwork, for immigration benefits, for a visa, quote-unquote, even though technically it's not. It's a non-immigrant status, if you want to know. Um, I won't get into the nuance there. Basically gets you a work permit. All right? There are four legal requirements, all right? There are four legal requirements. First, you have to have been the victim of a qualifying crime. Qualifying crime. Second, here in the United States, I should make sure to be clear about that. Second, you had to have been helpful in the investigation or the prosecution of that crime. Third, you must have suffered a substantial amount of harm either mental or physical harm. And fourth, you have to be admissible, just like with any visa, or you have to get a waiver approved. And there are generous waivers that come with a U visa. Okay? So what do we think? What do we think? Is my client, who is here, eligible for a U visa? Well, let's look at it. All right? Is what he suffered a quote-unquote qualifying crime. Well, the first step, of course, is to have a consultation with a lawyer and to look at the police report. For this person, his report lists that he was the victim of a robbery. 
Now, if you look at the list of crimes that is that that in the law qualify for a U visa, robbery is not one of them. What? What did I just say? What did I just say, everybody? Robbery is not one of the qualifying crimes. Should I say that again? Robbery is not one of the named qualifying crimes. All right? But wait a second, Otis. You've won robbery cases in the past. Yeah, that's true. It's not one of the listed qualifying crimes. But, but, when a robbery involves an assault, there's physical contact, and when it's listed as a felony, as a, not a misdemeanor, but a felony, for example, when there's a weapon involved, a gun involved, arguably, it counts, you know, for a U visa, the qualifying crime is a felonious assault, which is one of the qualifying crimes. Robbery, in parentheses, is not... But we argue, we argue that this offense should be treated by immigration as a quote-unquote felonious assault crime. And assault is one of the qualifying crimes when it's a felony. For example, when there's a weapon involved, okay? Or when there's great bodily injury. Got it? So yes, in my opinion, yes, in my experience, this client likely has a qualifying crime. Ultimately, that question is going to be up to the immigration officer. So what about other requirements? Was he, quote-unquote, helpful in the investigation of the prosecution of that crime? Well, he gave a police report. He tried to cooperate. He never saw the people, right? He can't identify them. They, they, the people were never caught. They stole his wallet. They stole all of his IDs, all of his credit cards, right? Was he helpful in the investigation? That question is actually up to the police department to certify that he was helpful for them, all right? And this depends on the police department, and, you know, our office helps people all the time to put a statement together, put the forms together, and request that the police department certify, state that, yes, he was helpful or he is likely to be helpful in the investigation or the prosecution of that crime. Okay, so far so good? All right. Requirement number three. Did he suffer a substantial amount of harm? Well, here he wasn't hospitalized. There's no broken bones. There's no actual physical damage. But what about emotional harm? That counts, doesn't it? Well, he's sitting there. He's telling me about having a gun put in his face. His wife's there. She's telling me that he hasn't been able to sleep well since it happened, that he's even gone to a doctor to ask for medicine to help him sleep because he's been suffering from anxiety attacks at night. He told me that he hasn't wanted to go back to that neighborhood where it's happened, even though it's near his church, right? We can send him to a psychologist to help document how this has affected him. And ultimately, it's going to be up to the immigration officer to determine whether or not we can show that he's got enough, quote-unquote, suffering to raise to the level of substantial harm. 
Got it? In my opinion, it's a case worth fighting. In my opinion, we've, we've won cases that are uh, of similar magnitude. I think that's a winnable case. But every case is different, and every case needs to go through the analysis. And to do that analysis, it's like, let's see that police report. Let's talk it through. Okay? Um, all right. So um, the fourth requirement is regarding admissibility. But like I mentioned, the U visa comes with generous waivers. Um, and they're not automatic. And so part of the analysis is we've got to also ask about your immigration history. And if you've got deportations on the record or if you've got other, other challenges on the record, the good thing is, is that sometimes the U visa is the only thing that can fix those things. Okay? But that is another piece to the puzzle. And so depending on what your situation is, hey, we'd love to... Uh, We'd love to analyze it with you, okay? So, um, so uh, the good news for this gentleman is that he can use that bad thing that happened to him, which I hope nobody ever goes through that where they're robbed at gunpoint. You know, that's a horrible, horrible situation. But the good news is there is a law at play that a person can use, use that bad thing that happened to then apply for something with immigration. All right, not just for him, but also for his wife, for his family. Okay, the bad news, and this is the, the negative side of the U visa, is that there's a enormous wait list. The total U visa process, the update for 2024, right? It's going to be more than 20 years of a, of a process. 20 years, two zero years of a legal process. All right? And now why is that? Because right now, January 2024, there are over 200,000 U visas pending in the United States. And current law says that the government can only approve 10,000 per year. And that means that it's going to take 20 years to get a decision on newly filed cases at least. Okay? So that's the bad news. All right? But right now, under the Biden administration, they've approved a bona fide determination process that allows people to apply for work permits sooner. Typically, after three to four years, you can get a work permit, social security card, qualify under the, for a real ID driver's license, all of that good stuff. That is good, okay? But that bona fide determination process, that can depend on politics. That was created under the Biden administration. Certain potential presidents, right, certain potential former presidents could undo that program and could cancel the ability to get work permits while U visas are pending. All right? That would be mean. That would not be good. But it could happen. And that is an issue that is possibly at stake in 
the election of 2024, along with hundreds of other challenging immigration issues. All right, this year's election will matter. All right, that is it. That is, you know, if you don't know, now you know. Okay? And so, um, so, uh, you know, that's what I wanted to share today. I hope this is useful. I hope it's good information. All right? If it is good information, hey, you know, please go to our channel in YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel when you do. Please hit the notifications bell. And, uh, you know, you'll be notified anytime we upload an additional video to our YouTube channel. And, um, you know, I, have, I haven't received any questions here uh, so far today, which is totally fine. Um, but if you're watching this right now, like, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your attention. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, I really appreciate it. If you do still have a question that you want to submit, submit it. I'll answer it. I'll answer it in our YouTube channel. So the best way to see that is to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Um, and as always, if you have an immigration case, hey, please give us a call. We are here to help. We would love to help. And that's all I got. That's all I got. That's my update on the U visa for 2024. Hope it's useful. Hope it's helpful. Thank you so much for being here. And I'll see you on our next episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. My name's Otis Landerholm, Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. Thanks a lot, everybody. Make it a great day. Take care.